Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Christina Lee. Hey, Robin. Serena Turos. Hey, Robin. And Kiana Faircloth. Hey, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out now on May 20th, starting off with the new one that just dropped from Harry Styles. It's called Harry's House. This is the opening cut, Music for a Sushi Restaurant. Those horns are sick. They're He's sick. trying real hard for that Earth, Wind, and Fire vibe. <laughs> when I press play, I don't think this is what I was expecting by any means. I'm so used to all these rock touchstones that he's carried through one direction to his solo career. So when I hear those horns, like you said, Robin, I was like, wait a second. What is happening here? I think with this album, he's thinking a lot about life outside of music. I've heard him say that he wants to spend more time with family, but he doesn't always get a chance to do that. And there comes a point where he just isn't invited to the cookout, you know, like, and he wishes that he would still be invited. (laughs) And I feel like this is sort of a soundtrack for his life in general and, you know, is relatable for that reason. There's just no getting through. This is definitely one that I can hear on everybody's playlist for the summer, for sure. Mm. He's been just like speed running music history with his solo work. He's you know, doing like <laughs> 70s rock. He's doing 80s pop. He's doing 2000s soft rock. He's doing that 2010s indie pop. He's like playlisting personified. So much of his appeal is tied up in his image and what he does visually. I feel like every time I hear somebody go to a Harry Styles concert who goes in as a skeptic comes out as a convert, which says so much about how much he's grown as a performer over the last couple of years and how much spectacle and fun and color he's put into his shows and his videos and the whole nine yards there. But I do kind of wonder, like, if you have to see the music to appreciate the music, are you quite there yet on a songwriting level? I feel like especially here, the name of the album, Harry's House, is like a nod to a Joni Mitchell song. Mm -hmm. And if you're gonna invoke Joni Mitchell in the conversation, you best be playing to win. And I don't know that he's quite there yet here. I find a lot about even his public persona to be very confusing because he seems to be so many things all at once. But, you know, it makes me think of a point you made last week, Serena, which is that we all have the tendency to flatten celebrities to be one thing. And I think that'd be very easy to do with someone like Harry Styles. You know, former boy band singer goes solo, makes relatively low stakes pop music for tweens. But the more I set with this record, 
The more sides I heard to it, I, I think he genuinely contains multitudes. A really fascinating guy. Harry Styles, the album is Harry's House. Another new album out today that we're loving comes from the jazz pianist Joey Alexander. It's called Origin, and this is a song called Remembering. Joey Alexander's sixth album here, and he isn't even 19 years old. Oh, so, wow. I and, somehow missed that in my research. For this. Exactly. Wow. Like, he has always been phenomenal. But this album is his debut on Mac Avenue. It's called Origin. And I really feel like it's a true coming of age for Joey. It's such a mature sound. And what we're hearing right now, remembering, there's just such a a sense of pensiveness about it that just feels really different from the past albums that he's put out. I feel like he's really putting himself more and more into his sound. And during this album, which he created during the pandemic, he wanted to sort of evoke a sense of hope and gratitude in the face of, of frustration that everybody was feeling during the pandemic. And this track in particular, I feel like it just smolders. Yeah, I can't believe this is his first record of all original material because it is just so, so beautifully conceived and so completely realized. And as you say, you know, if he wants the record to lift people, it really does take you to a wonderful place. Absolutely, it does. And I think he was very intentional about the title itself, Origin, of course, if you think of the meaning from the Latin Rise. He, he plays with that even, with the track titles, like Rise Up and then Summer Rising. He's on the Fender Roads. It's so cool to hear him on the roads and going back and forth with Galad Hexelman on the guitar. Folks on the album, he's brought back Kendrick Scott on the drums on this one and Larry Grenadier on the bass. It's just really nice to hear, and I think Summer Rising is going to be another one for a playlist for the summer, especially for the jazz head. I can hear it at jazz festivals all over the place. Joey Alexander, the album is called Origin. Also out today on May 20th is the debut album Hypnos from R&B singer Raven Linnae. This song is called 3D. From the start, I told you keep this 
things are good So baby, don't make it confusing Now, I depart when I feel pressure I'm just human I'm never in a rush from taking my time I'm asking you to keep it light Things are better moving slow I was shocked that Raven Linnae hadn't released her debut album until now. That album's called Hypnos, and it comes after a whole host of EPs and not to mention features. I think it was in 2017 when I first caught wind of her, when she was featured on the song Forever by No Name. What you'll hear in Hypnos, I mean, some of it will feel largely familiar because she has reunited with some of the founding producers from her career, whether that's Monte Booker or Steve Lacey of the internet. And as a result, you hear her really experiment production-wise. She doesn't have a big voice, but it's like what she does with it that makes it so compelling. Uh, She really loves to experiment with production, whether that's with the sort of dream pop that you hear in 3D or whether that's like electro soul or Afro beats. Yeah, what really hooks me with her is that she marries R&B with these electronic impulses, you know, on songs like Venom or even songs like M.I.A. and Ecstasy have this very soft smidge of Afro beats in the production. So much of R&B, the effect is determined by like the emotional impact of the voice. And there's like a weird calculus about how much corniness you can get away with. It's a genre that deals a little bit in cliche when it comes to love, but she so successfully builds on those commonalities of the themes of her genre and expands them in multiple directions and like absolutely has the range to sell it. She reminded me so much of Brandy, and I'm not just saying that because Never Say Never was like the first CD I ever bought. Particularly in the first half of the album, it's like not only did you hear her voice be like feathery and almost like impressionistic, but she has a way of like stacking up the vocals to dramatic effect to where they sounded like really, really layered. And so as a result, I think the song sounded even more transfixing than they would otherwise. But as the album progresses, you hear her start to strip down those layers a little bit more, which is what I think kind of kept me hooked as I continue to listen. Her whole persona is like FKA Twigs meets Minnie Mm. Ripperton in a way. Mm. And and I'm absolutely (laughs) just digging everything about her, for sure. I love the production. I think, Serena, you call them electronic impulses. It's just all these weird little sounds that she uses across the record. I I always love when you can't tell what the sound is or how it's being made. Mm -hmm. And that happened over and over for me while listening to this album. And it just creates this incredible little bed that kind of underpins everything. 
And how about the overarching theme of the record, too, which to me seems to be like loving yourself for who you are and just being comfortable in your own skin. You know, she has on that song Inside Out, she repeats that line, you're enough, which felt like a mantra for the whole record. You want to hear track after track after track and see where it goes. It really is a ride she takes you on. Yeah, I mean, it comes in at 55 minutes, and I didn't feel that at all. I felt like I floated through the whole thing. Normally, I'm like a short album evangelist, but I was I was here for all 55 minutes. <laughs> Raven Linnae is the artist, and Raven is spelled R-A-V-Y-N. Raven Linnae, Hypnosis, her record. We've got more music that we want to highlight for you this week, including a new collaboration between Boldy James and Real Bad Man. But first, we need to take a short break. This message comes from NPR sponsor, BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming, and many are burned out without even knowing it. Struggling with work or any of life's roles can lead to a lack of motivation and detachment. Prioritize your mental health by talking with someone. BetterHelp Online Therapy offers video, phone, and live chat sessions with a professional therapist, and it's more affordable than in-person therapy. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash songs. This message comes from NPR sponsor SmartWool. SmartWool's new lightweight and breathable activewear is here to help keep you cool and comfortable on even the hottest days. With naturally performing merino wool that beats the heat, the sweat, and the stink during every activity under the sun. So no matter how much you push, persist, or play, get out there with naturally breathable activewear and enjoy 15% off your first purchase when you sign up for SmartWool's mailing list. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're taking a quick look at the best releases out now on May 20th. We start the second half of the show off with the band Porridge Radio. They're back with a new one called Water Slide, Diving Board, Ladder to the Sky. This song is called Back to the Radio. Lock all the windows and march up the stairs And you're looking to me But I'm so unprepared for it Nothing's the same and I swear that I'm haunted It's not fair to you and it's not what I wanted But we... This is a four-piece band from the UK, and they released one of my favorite albums in 2020, their sophomore release, Every Bad. And that album had a song called Lilac that had this repeated motif. I don't want to get bitter. I want us to get better. I want us to be kinder to ourselves and to each other. And those lines like carried me through much of the darkness of that year. Same. And that idea... I want to be better, I want to be kinder. It animates a lot of this new album. You know, in this song, Back to the Radio, Dana Margolin sings, we can't get better if we can't talk about it. Isn't that just the line that we should print over the top of 2022? This album is really about like 
the ugly, messy, difficult struggle to be the best version of yourself and the way that you're not always moving in a forward direction. You know, sometimes you backstep, sometimes you swerve. The way this band composes their songs, the way they build zig and zag and swerve and commit to an emotional honesty, it just like knocks me to the floor every single time. I mean, like musically, a lot of what she's doing is just repeating herself to a point of catharsis. You really have to be skilled to sell that point. And I feel like every single time she's hitting me right where I live, like right in the heart. One of the songs that stood out for me was End of Last Year. And for that one, she mm-hmm. has that repeated lyric. As you mentioned, she does this thing where she just repeats. You break everything you touch. I kind of feel bad for whoever that song was intended for. (laughs) It's touching, nonetheless. You know, Dana doesn't seem to be afraid to get in touch with those ugly feelings that we have inside of ourselves in an effort to kind of work through it. And as a result, we all get a chance to do that at the same time while listening to this album. To your point, like, who is she talking to in that song? She addresses a, a, I'm using air quotes, a you in just about every track, and I started to think that she's actually talking to herself during this whole album, and that she was addressing herself, even though this feels really universal. You know, listening to this, it reminded me of that Rilke poem, Go to the Limits of Your Longing, and, you know, it has the very famous line, let everything happen to you, beauty and terror, just keep going, no feeling is final. And I feel like that's the message here, too, like, no feeling is final. Working on yourself, it takes time, but it's worth the effort. Porridge Radio is the band. The new album is Waterslide, Diving Board, Ladder to the Sky. Okay, we've got one more album that we want to talk about. It's a new collaboration between the rapper Boldy James and the producer and beatmaker Real Bad Man. It's called Killing Nothing. This cut is game time. Pulling off from a cell, ain't even count the check. Blowing Lisa Seven and repress it with an ounce of fat. Say connected with blocks, just add some high met me. Put my whole wrist in a pot, then I pull out a press. Mama gave up on me early, damn the card to quit. Seemed like I never stood a chance until I caught a brick. Some like a moving target, cause I'm hard to hit. Fish tried their hardest, but can never make them charge to stick. GFR to click, me and Wes, we got a partnership. If I ever fall off, he gon' hit me with a starter kick. White gold 42, digger with the boogers Pressure cooker showed you how to turn shit into sugar Couple bodies on the pole, but they ain't mine It's multiple drugs on the road at the same time Cuban links over the stove on my Rayquan Headshot buzzer be the bitches gang time Couple bodies on the pole, but they ain't mine It's multiple drugs on the road at the same time Cuban links over the stove on my Rayquan Headshot buzzer be the bitches gang time This comes courtesy of Detroit rapper Boldy James. Uh, The last time we talked about him for the pod, he was on a real winning streak with producer The Alchemist. And The Alchemist loved working with him because Boldy James reminded him of Prodigy, just real sly, understated delivery in places where other folks might be super, super dramatic. In a recent interview with the Detroit Metro Times, Boldy James has promised more music with The Alchemist, but clearly he's not slowing down anytime soon. It's so super creepy and unsettling, <laughs> most of this record. I mean, it 
It sounded to me, you know, it actually made me think of our conversation last week about John Carpenter uh-huh. and the music he made and how influential it was. Because it sounded to me like Real Bad Man sampled a lot of 80s horror films across this record. And, and not in dialogue clips, but in the synths and the sounds that you would hear in an 80s horror soundtrack, you know? Yeah, it puts all of Boldy's delivery and punchlines to a super chilling effect. Yeah. It's interesting because I think on paper, if you were to just look at the lyrics straight on, it's sort of like Boardwalk Empire set in modern times. You think, okay, Boldy Janes is probably for fans of Pusha T, Freddie Gibbs, the rappers behind Griselda, but it's the way that he, with his understated delivery, sort of interacts with the production that makes it super, super compelling. You got to listen close because you're going to miss these punchlines. You're going to miss him rapping Jackie Chan with Dapper Dan, but also you're going to feel like your life kind of depends on it. And I'm sorry. I know there's folks that love to be appeased during these hard times, but then there are the folks that watch John Carpenter movies during these hard times. And both of these types exist. So, <laughs> yeah, his flow is, like you say, Christina, is, it's almost deadpan, kind of monotone. But it's also relentless. Mm-hmm. Like, it just keeps coming at you. You know, there, there's scarcely a break in any of the bars. And I found that it was kind of low-key menacing. When you listen to a Boldy James record, a hook almost feels like an act of service because it feels like, okay, if you haven't caught up with, like, the first three verses, you're going to get it now. <laughs> Boldy James and Real Bad Man together on the record Killing Nothing. And before we wrap up this week's show, let's take a, a second to mention some of our personal favorites also out today. Serena. Yeah, I want to highlight a debut album from Charlie Hickey called Nervous at Night. He had an EP he put out last year that I was really into. He kind of comes from this Phoebe Bridgers school of songwriting with these anxious conversational retellings. And he's actually signed to her label Satisfactory. And he also has a very like soft emo tinge in his melodic choices and vocal jumps that I quite like. Can't keep throwing rocks up at your window I just can't keep standing in your front yard You sleep like you died I'm not gonna see you tonight Kiana I'm gonna go with Kronos Quartet They have a new album called Me Lai Based on the 1968 massacre which happened in Vietnam And it's based on the story of the American helicopter during that massacre. Hugh Thompson, who actually went against orders to save the lives of, you know, mostly children. It's just a gorgeous take on an opera written by Jonathan Berger with a libretto by Harriet Scott Chessman. It's just heavy. It's got strings along with native Vietnamese instruments and a solo tenor. And it's absolutely moving. Christina. I want to shout out a new record by Haji. Haji being founding member of the Odd Future Collective. He has compiled much of the music that he has released over the past couple years into an album proper. And that album is called Entitled. Uh, she pull out a medication, read the refill for education. Fly like elevation, aviation, Air Force bad to take formation. We spending time, we lemon lime, stand in line, my phone blow up like Lebanon, her lights go out like Mennonite, she spies out on me hella times, but then she finds hell saved by the bell, and I can tell she'll go to jail if I don't save a bell, then who else will? And I'll mention an album that hopefully will 
put us all in a really wonderful place as we wrap up this week's show. It's a collaboration between the harpist Mary Lattimore and guitarist Paul Sakina. You know, it could go in a lot of different ways when you say a harpist and a guitarist have made an instrumental record together. (laughs) But this one is more of an experimental ambient album than anything else. West Kensington is the name of the record for Mary Lattimore and Paul Sukina. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Christina Lee, Serena Turos, and Kiana Faircloth. Thanks so much, everybody. Oh, thanks for having us. Our show is edited and mixed by Ron Scalzo. It was produced with help from Bob Boylan. Our VP of Visuals and Music at NPR is Keith Jenkins. As always, you can see a complete list of everything that we talked about this week, along with some other notable albums out today that we weren't able to talk about, in the episode description in your podcast feed. It's also on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. And if you want the less talk, more rock version of the show, search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in Apple Music or Spotify. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Music